Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, it's another episode where we delve into the mailbag uh, with the correspondence from yourselves. We're doing this because we're, one of us is away on holiday at the minute, so we've got to pre-record this. That's the reason why. Plus, as well, we like reading out your emails. We do, and we've got so a good, good stack of them that are built up because we haven't done mailbags. Well, we yeah. have. You would have heard a few by this stage, but we're catching up on a lot of mailbags. Um, can I kick things off, Andy, with one that arrived, that, that dropped yeah. with a clang into yeah. my inbox last night when I was out having a Thai meal with my father-in-law? Wow. I'd love you to... Uh, to, to uh, yeah. It, it's lovely clang. that even when I'm out pretending to be a human being mm-hmm. with in-laws and other you know, reasonable people, that because of the wonders of the iPhone, the atmosphere of the IFS and the country community is still haunting me, even yeah. in the most formal of situations. In fact, it I've got another story you. about that to tell it you. It never leaves you, yeah. Um, so Stuart Campbell emailed, and the title of the email was Sausage Talk. And I oh. had to give it one of these. Yeah, it was a family, lot of family there. He's over from Hungary. And I had to, like, my phone pinged, and I was like, oh, um... Hang on a minute, I just need to read this. It's a work thing. I need to take this. <laughs> I need to read this. It's a work thing. Making him think that, like, oh, it's uh, probably some high-level journalistic yeah. stuff that's landed from one of his well. sources. Yeah, it must yeah. be important as well at 9.30pm, out of office yeah. hours. He's broken off from the family meal. Mm. This could be something that could bring the government to its knees. Mm. And I thought, hmm, sausage talk. Sausage now, this talk, eh? is worth... <laughs> reading immediately and i'm happy to say it was because it reads as follows your talk chat reminded me of something a mate at work once told me when he was a little boy if his nan ever gave him a bath she would talk him afterwards (laughs) which was pretty standard what wasn't standard what wasn't standard was what she would say when talking his man bits which was Uh Roll the sausage in the flour. Oh, God, no. I've never laughed as hard as when he told me that. Cheers, Stuart. Swindon Branch. Now, he's from Swindon, but I don't know why. Maybe it's because his name's Stuart Campbell, which sounds like a Scottish name. Mm. So I had Scotland in my head when I first read it, and it does Mm. have an extra special ring to it when you imagine the nan being a Scottish name. Roll the sausage in the flour. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, it's good that, isn't it? That's really good. And my Hungarian father-in-law, everything okay? Uh, Yeah, I think it's going to be fine. Uh, Just some uh, important, important breaking 
breaking info and data. But don't worry, I've digested and processed it and forwarded it onto I've, my team. Uh, it's I've about just... a uh, it's about a nan rolling a a, a boy's <laughs> penis in some talc. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done an initial crunch of the data uh, and I'll uh, I'll look at it in more depth later on uh, yeah it's basically a child's penis story <laughs> child's penis I don't know whether this happens in Hungary but uh, back in the day here in the UK there was a lot of historical incidents of nans rolling child's penises in talcum powder <laughs> yeah yes. they used to call it ro- rolling the sausage in the flour Yes, this happens a lot in Hungary also. <laughs> uh, I'm God. about to blow the lid on a, off a historical scandal. Uh, <laughs> uh, i got one here. It's about uh, a subject we, we touch on now and again, which is prison, uh, specifically open prison, which we oh, reckon yeah. that we'd be able I'll, to handle I'll a lot of well, after we've seen Jimmy McGovern's time, I think I'd, I'd probably just want to avoid any kind of incarceration That's a closed whatsoever. prison, mate. Open it prison is, know, is just but, like... But, yeah, but, that, I mean, that was bad enough in itself, but that doesn't mean that an open prison would be like a holiday camp, which is what we imagine it would be. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't want to take the risk. Who's going to try and... Who's going to try and fucking mug me off? Some sort of iffy accountant? Well, I don't know. Who's been squirrelling well, money in Panama? He's getting knocked out, mate. First day. Bang. Delaney's mm. here now. And then they upskill you and beat into the big house for doing that. Don't they? Yeah, true. No, yeah. I reckon I'd uh, establish a, a pretty matey relationship with the governor and all of the influential screws. Yeah, with your, your, your quick cockney chat. Yeah. Yeah, you cane- would. Let me tell you, I would be given full canary in a cage privileges within the first month. Well, you say that. I you don't mind happens. if I bring my pet canary Charlie into my cell, do you, Governor? <laughs> don't worry. I'll make sure your missus gets that uh, nylon that she likes. <laughs> I'll have one Chris- of my chaps send it over. Christmas is coming up. I'll make sure your missus gets a lovely turkey. Deliver <laughs> Christmas Eve. I'll send some of the boys round to help her home with her shopping if you want. What with you working these long hours? She must get awful lonely. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I know your address. I'll make it my business to know these things. <laughs> Since I got banged up for illegal podcasting. Oh, actually, talking about illegal podcasting. Yeah. Um, You know, I told you about my mate who I bumped into the other day who had a pint, but then a half pint in an old milk carton. Yeah. When I was chatting to him, I found out that he'd bought a boat, right? For four mm-hmm. grand, small boat. And um, he's going to he's gonna monetize it. He lives right by the Wild Tardis River, River Thames. Thames and he yeah. was and he was going to monetize it because Hammersmith Bridge is shut, which I've droned on about a lot on this podcast. You have. He's well, actually going to ferry some people back and forth. Right. Apparently, you can go across the width of the of the river, which I didn't. I I assumed there'd be Lampardy regulations. I actually said to him, "Are you sure you can go across widthwise?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I said, "You don't need to apply to the river council." And he's like, "No, you can fucking you can go back and forth any direction you want." You don't need to apply to the elders of the Thames. Yeah, (laughs) Stephanie Moore, the Thames (laughs) spokesperson. 
Uh, the Thames, the River Thames has issued a statement to the British public. <laughs> it wants it to be known that in the Hammersmith area, it will be allowing vessels to travel widthwise across it. <laughs> Did you see he was a barrister? He's a barrister. What's he, what's he doing setting up a fucking illegal ferry company then? It's not illegal. It's well, legal. Right, partially legal. No, I don't know if he's going to charge people, actually. He said to me, I will give lifts across the... Right. He didn't buy it, just say he's bought it also for fun. But I think he realised too late that if, if you're on the Thames, right? No offence mm. to people living out east and in Essex. But the truth is, if you're on the Thames where we are in West London, you mm. want to be heading west, not east. Because if you head west, you go out to like all lovely countryside. You go to Henley-on-Thames and Windsor and all these beautiful places. Very, very yeah. beautiful. But if you go right, if you go eastwards, you go through the city. You go past Westminster, which is quite nice, but it's a bit noisy and grimy, right? Mm. And you get to the O2, right, and mm. and all the rest of it. I, I prefer going west, but he bought the boat and he realised he can't go west because he's got a clear Hammersmith Bridge first. So he's fucking trapped, the mad bastard, right? Anyway, yeah. all of that aside... It got me in mind of me and you doing an illegal podcast from the river, like mm. Radio Caroline or mm. Radio Luxembourg, right? Now, you're not allowed to play commercial music um, full length or at all, I don't think, really, on podcasts because of licensing issues. It's a grey area. But then I thought, yeah. that's, that's difficult because we do Tune Machine and we would like to just pl- play music and, and also say more illegal stuff, defamatory stuff. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. And I thought, well, there's our solution. We get my mate's boat and we set up a podcast on the boat floating on the Thames because, as I understand it, if you are on water, yeah, then the rules of dry land, the laws of it's, dry land do not apply, do it's, they? It's, it's nautical law, isn't it, when you're on the water? Nautical law. Yeah, it's different. Anything goes. You're outside the jurisdiction of any known government. Yeah. So... Uh, just a thought for you, mate. It might be an idea for us to do just a series of illegal podcasts. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, definitely. Can we do it on the barrister's boat? Yeah, we can just ask him if we can set up on there. Because he seems to be quite happy to do shady nautical activity. Yeah, yeah, he, he's up for anything. Yeah. A lot of barristers are, mate. Well, this is it. I mean, you, see some of the, is. you see some of the cunts they defend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, first of all that, right? And second, and second, they're, they're basically f- freelance gobshites. That's what mm. a barrister is, right? Yeah. Um, they're really good at talking. They've got the gift. They've got all the chat, yeah? Mm-hmm. They don't even have to know the law inside out because they've got the lawyers in the background giving them all the fact, the fact-checking and the research. They're just yeah. the cunt that's got to stand up and give it all the big chat in court, do a bit of charm, give a cheeky eye to the ladies in the, um, yeah. ju- in the jury and all that sort yeah. of stuff, right? It's basically talking people round. So, really, what barristers are are just massive wide boys. Like, a really good barrister would have been Teddy Sheringham. He would have been oh, superb well, at yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Coming out there in his wig and his gown. Oi, oi, yeah. dickheads. Yeah. Now then, what we got here? <laughs> who are we, who we, who we going to keep out of prison today? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, here he is. My good friend, Charlie Boy. I've known him for yonks. Let me tell you, he's as honest as the day is long. Now, there's people saying they saw him in a branch of Halifax down in Deptford with a shotgun. But can we really trust those uh, people? 
Some of them were foreign, or at least they looked it. <laughs> Can we trust them compared to me? I'll stick up for him. I was there on the day. We, he was uh-huh. nowhere near it. He was out in a boat with me, going across the River Thames, shipping people, shipping poor people from one side to the other so they go and get their universal credit and then nip to the food bank. He's as good and as gold. Out in disabled kiddies and all he was. Because he's got art of fucking gold. And I'm sorry, if that's a crime in Britain nowadays, then we might as well just lock up shop, switch out the lights and say goodnight, Vienna. I rest my case, Your Honour. No further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> we might as well have let the Nazis win. That's my closing line to all of my speeches. <laughs> and I tell you what, it's a fail safe. I've never lost a case while using that line as my wrap-up. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. All right, I mean, I don't know if there's any good or not. It's fairly long. It's from Ryan. Um, uh, it says IFS. Platters, which I assume is uh, short for platinum. Don't do that. No, don't, don't call it IFS platters, please. Platinum. Uh, it's a good email, though. He says, I grew up in a seaside town called Littlehampton, very close to Ford. Every year, oh, yeah. Ford, every year, Ford Open Prison held a school's six-a-side tournament involving all the schools in the local area in Sussex. I would have been involved around 93 to 95 playing for Connaught Junior School. Uh, the prison themselves would also enter a team of inmates, but they entered as a laugh and pratted about all game, losing 6 or 7 nil every time. They were a good bunch of lads, to be fair, and really entertaining. Uh, for example, when they, we had to play them, they picked me up collectively and put me in a nearby dustbin. While, <laughs> all the while, our team walked one in to an empty net. That kind of tomfoolery. Uh, it was a tournament, however... And all the other inmates are obviously walking around the grounds, all watching the games and everything because it's an open prison. By the time we get to the final, it's the only game on and the whole fucking pitch is surrounded by two deep, maybe three deep behind the goals. It wasn't too bad during the day with everything spread out, but in the final you really got the sense of being surrounded by prisoners. We were nine or ten years old, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Standing there, ready for kickoff, watching rations getting passed down to the bookmaker. Packs of fags, Snickers bars, magazines. It was terrifying. Obviously, now we're all older. We know it was all completely harmless at Ford, and it was probably a great day in the prison calendar. We won the final. We had a decent school team, and I'm pretty sure a few of the crowd doubled their dirty VHS collection that day. <laughs> Looking back, I like to imagine an inmate cleaning up after himself and saying, good on you, lads. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. 
Uh, I reckon my mum, God bless her, has probably kept the medals in a box in the loft. I'll see if I can dig it out and present it to the cunters on Brown John. Keep it cunty, Ryan. Uh, that's great. That's that's reinforced our uh, our love of open prison. I think it's yeah. given us confidence that it won't be that bad. The thing about the, the real appeal of open prison is just that it's like it must be so relaxing. Mm, I think so. It would be like going to a health spa, wouldn't it? Not even like going to rehab because rehab's tough. But this oh, is like just like a health spa. To, yeah, yeah. Oh, rehab, they make you get up and do loads of fucking meetings where you got to sit and like unpick your mind. Well, I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't been an inmate, but I think there's a lot of sitting and like talking to an empty chair, pretending it's your your mum or something yeah. like that. <laughs> where and like that's not very relaxing. Whereas, no. yeah, I mean, the only thing more relaxing hospital oh yeah we were talking about that again last night because my missus is going in for the dream a non a non-critical operation (laughs) it's not (laughs) that's the dream isn't it i think i think they call them a procedure don't they yeah she's going in for a procedure i was like you lucky lucky bastard (laughs) non-invasive get in right and and because (laughs) of covid the idea is as well you have to Go in, get tested for COVID, and then if you if it comes back negative, you then have to isolate for like yeah. three days before going in. Right. So what she's got worked out is she goes in, she has the test, then she goes straight to her, because she's not really isolating if she's here at home with the kids because the kids are going in and out of school every day, right? Mm-hmm. So she comes home. She So she can't come home. So she goes round to her mum's, right, which is safer, just relaxes for three days, her mum yeah. cooking food and whatnot, probably yeah. just leaving it outside the door, her relaxing in a nice room with a TV and, like, loads of books. Then after yeah. that, she goes into the hospital as a lovely operation. General anaesthetic, mind you. Yeah. Oh, general anaesthetic. Mm, so the, sleepy. The, the, the deepest of sleeps. <laughs> the deepest of sleeps you can get without actually dying. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the brink. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Then she comes round and they have to, unfortunately, they will have to keep me in to monitor me for a, an extra night. And Ooh. I thought, you fucking bastard, there you'll be in a bed. Sweet. One of those, the best beds in the world with the electronic sort of up and down. Yeah. <laughs> A curtain around you, a buzzer, whatever you want to know. Sorry, nurse, could you come over and give me a bit of a wash? <laughs> <laughs> sorry to bother you. I need sorry, a bit of a sorry, wash nurse. once over with the cloth. And my uh, my pillows need to be slightly plumped. I think. Could you do yeah. that for me now? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm feeling awfully poorly, nurse. Could you read me a story? <laughs> 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 I am so envious of her have, going in for her non non essential procedure. Do you have the tiger what came to tea? I'd like to hear that, please. Are you familiar with Polly and the Wolf? It's very amusing. <laughs> I bought my own copy. You could just read me some passages if you want. If you've got the time, like. <laughs> have you um have you got another email there? Yeah. Uh Barbara Small Talk Disaster. Great title oh, like for an it. email. Cool. We're always up for these. Hi, chaps. 
The recent chat reminded me of a time a few years ago when I was forced to visit a new barber's. Oh, it's never good, is it? It's always full of trepidation. Mm. Due to my usual being fully booked, I'm not normally a fan of small talk during a haircut, and my usual barber knows this. We have an understanding. Mm. Really? Good. That's good. I can see why you didn't want to switch, because to arrive at that sort of an understanding with your Mm -hmm. barber must take years. I always think when when, when you get in a taxi, there should be a button. In the in near the seat where you can press for no conversation, no chat. Do you know what I mean? You just get in and press the button, and they know that you don't want to talk. Because some some taxi drivers like to talk, some passengers like to talk. We should make badges that just say talk. "Sorry, yeah. don't want to chat." Yeah, that you could just wear generally. Nil, nil by mouth. <laughs> well, the cliche always about London, which I happen to think is untrue, but maybe I don't know. It's just my experiences of living in London. Is that ah. Uh, Northerners always go, oh, they're dead unfriendly in London. No one talks mm. to each other. Mm. And my thing about that is is that, yeah, it's a huge city. We don't keep bumping into people we're related to or went to school with. There's fucking 10 million of us milling about, No, right? no, we talk to strangers up here. We'll talk to anybody. Yeah, they're not really strangers, though. Yeah, they are. You know them. Yeah, they are. No, we don't. Right. But anyway, that's <laughs> not my experience. I think it's really friendly in London. But I think if you're from outside London, maybe you don't know how to get the conversation going with a Londoner. It's got to be mm. a sort of... You've got to always open with, with oi oi or something mm. like that, right? Um, well, but, I will uh, say about London. I think in, in London, you've got lots of to- tourists and maybe you've got lots of tourists that don't even speak English. Is it, yeah, uh, exactly. I think a lot of people so come... There's, there's barriers. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and obviously by definition, if you're an outsider and you come to London, you're more... You're, you're, more likely to be in those kind of areas that have a lot of yeah. uh, tourists. One thing I would say is that whenever, when I used to go to pubs more regularly, it was always sort of quite friendly, whereas um, being of a London persuasion, if I went to pubs outside of London and walked in and ordered something with a London accent, mm. you would experience a huge amount of hostility. Oh. Whereas if you go into a pub in London and you order a drink in any fucking accent from anywhere in the fucking world, let alone yeah. the country... People don't bat an eyelid. Yeah. Anyway, well, maybe, maybe if I did you. live up north, and it is true that everyone chats to each other the whole time, I'm. I would. I mean, I love chatting to people. I'll talk to any cunt, me. But mm. I do think it would be handy sometimes if you are in the north where everyone's chatting. If you're in a hurry to have a no chat, please. I'm in a hurry. Badge. Yeah, exactly. Because if yeah. not, you must. Have, if you live up north, you must have to factor an extra hour into every fucking journey. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so he's in the barber. I began to roll out the tried and tested questions. Going anywhere nice this summer? Been busy the last few weeks? Got any plans for the weekend? He informed me that he was going to a meal with a few friends on Saturday evening before turning the question back to me. I said that I was going to the Leeds game on Saturday afternoon. Immediately, his facial expression dropped and he mumbled something that I didn't hear. Undeterred, I pressed on, asking him if he was a fan of football. Are you a fan of football? hoping perhaps that he supported a rival team, which might lead to some light ribbon. Always fun. Um, Instead, he responded quickly and sharply. No, before pausing his work on my hair. After a few seconds, he looked me in the eyes through the mirror and said, I went once. Someone chucked a pie at me. (laughs) 
<laughs> to this day, I don't know why, but the only follow-up question I could think to ask him was what flavour the pie was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they? What, what kind of pie was it, mate? What? Yeah, he's, he said he couldn't remember. The haircut was completed Run. in silence after that, and I never returned to him. Fucking hell. Brilliant. I went once to lead someone through a pie at me. Oh, really? What flavour was the pie? I don't remember. It was meat. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, we need to wrap this episode up because we're against the clock, as it were. Right. Um, yep. So it's slightly shorter than usual. But if that's a problem for you, go and listen to the, the end of one of the longer ones that we do to make up the time. Um, yeah. Thanks. We'll be back with more soon. Goodbye. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.